0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bolton E-Bikes podcast. Another episode today, but I have a special guest. You probably actually know who she is if you've been listening to the podcast for a while or if you've ever emailed into Bolton E-Bikes. But surprisingly, Jessica, who is the first person I hired at Bolton E-Bikes and handles everything behind the scenes at the podcast and the YouTube channel and a lot of other stuff, has never been on the podcast. So she is here today, but... We're not going to talk about, I mean, I guess we can get into a little bit. We're not going to talk necessarily about what Jessica does as much as a trail system in an area in Arizona. So we'll get into that in just a minute. Once again, I'm Kyle Chittock, the host of the Bolton E-Bikes podcast, the owner of Bolton E-Bikes. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the show.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I feel like how many episodes do we even have out now? Do you know?
1: Yeah, approximately 79. Next week will be episode 80.
0: How did you go 79 episodes without being on the podcast? I've been busy. (laughs) That's true. She does a lot. And uh, like I said, if you guys have ever emailed in, thankfully we have other people to answer emails than just Jessica. But initially, when I started the company, it was me. And. Eventually I couldn't handle it all. And then I was like, I need somebody to help answer all these emails and questions. And that's when Jessica came on board. And that was was it three years ago?
1: Three or four years ago. Yeah.
0: See, so he's been so we can't even remember. The time's just flying yeah.
1: by. We're having so much fun.
0: <laughs> we are having fun. But like I said, we wanted to talk about a trail system. Do you want me to introduce the trail? Do you want to talk about the trail?
1: I think I could talk a little bit about the trail. Okay. It's called The Loop.
0: The Loop. And yep. where is it?
1: It's in Tucson, Arizona. And it's 131 miles of paved path.
0: Which is awesome.
1: Amazing.
0: And you have been on some miles of it?
1: I have. I get lost everywhere I go, so I don't really know where I was. But <laughs> good,
0: good thing it's a loop. Yeah. Just, just keep going. It's only 131 miles to get back where you started.
1: <laughs> it takes you somewhere. But yeah, it's paved, so it's nice. You don't have to worry about going off-road. You can if you want to. Bikers, walkers, even people on horses—it's um—it's a really, really cool thing. There's art everywhere. There's benches. There's bike working stations with tools. You can basically get from one part of Tucson to the other all by bike. I mean, why would you walk? I think bike is the best way.
0: And on a dedicated trail that's not open to cars or vehicles or motor vehicles of any type, mm-hmm. which is.
1: Pretty cool,
0: yeah. I think.
1: A lot safer than riding on the side of the road.
0: So they have a map on the government website. I checked it out because I haven't been there. Jessica's been there and ridden around on this trail. But I've never been to this area. And the map has all of those things she just mentioned on it. So you can show where the park benches are, where the drinking fountains are, where these art exhibits are. And... That's pretty awesome that they have this interactive thing you can look at and be like, oh, I want to go here. I can stop here for a break. The only thing I feel like it's missing is it needs to have a spot for e-bike charging spots along the route. Wouldn't that be awesome?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that is missing.
0: But there's probably a reason that's missing. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. So... You were out there riding on, of course, a Bolton e-bike.
1: Of course I was, yeah. The prior version to the Blackbird, the Bolton 2020.
0: That's right. And there are a lot of people that ride this trail on e-bikes from Mm -hmm. what I've read online. And we were planning a YouTube video to make about this subject. And I was doing some research about the trail system and everything looked great. They even have like a full page on their website about all the trail rules and etiquette. And most of it's all common sense stuff, like state of the left, yield to equestrians, like just mm-hmm. stuff that just makes sense. And the third, yeah, the third thing on the list was no motorized vehicles, which I was like, okay, bicycles aren't motorized vehicles and e-bikes aren't by federal definition anymore. So this is cool.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: It wasn't until I went to the Facebook page, I was looking for some more photos just to check it out, that I saw a post. I actually saw two posts. I'm going to go in detail into one of them because we need to, because there's a lot of Facebook comment gold. I don't know what else you want to call it there.
1: There's a lot of people up in arms (laughs) about the situation. Uh,
0: So basically, there's two posts. One was more than a year ago. One is from about a month ago, uh, a month to the day as we're recording this episode, June 28th. And it says in all caps on their Facebook post, no motors allowed on the loop. And then it says this includes e-bikes. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Why did they have to yell? It's on all capital letters, really?
0: Yeah, they did. I mean, yeah, the no motors on the loop was capitalized. So it says this includes e-bikes, gas-powered bikes, hoverboards, motorized skateboards, motorized scooters, etc. There are exceptions for ADA compliant assist devices and official vehicles. I think somebody made a comment about people that work there rushing around on golf carts or something. Violators are at risk of being cited for a class two misdemeanor. Violators accept liability associated with any accident between a motorized, parentheses, illegal user and non motorized, parentheses, legal user of the loop. That's interesting because they say they accept liability between motorized. And non-motorized, but an e-bike is not motorized, so that means they don't have to accept liability.
1: Mm, that's a good <laughs> question. To get their
0: legal team on that one, anyway. And then it goes in to more than that. And there are 416 comments about this, and you can probably guess what these are about. I have not read through every single comment, but I have read through. I feel like 99% of them. I've kind of skimmed through all of them. I think I've seen them all. But it's possible I missed something, but by my recollection, there is not a single person who is in favor of the e-bike ban. And it's interesting because out of these four hundred plus comments, there are probably little to no comments about gas powered bikes, no comments about hoverboards, no comments.
1: <laughs> hoverboards. Really?
0: <laughs> I know, you keep thinking of back, back to the future. To the future. Yeah. I don't know why they call them that. No comments about motorized skateboards. Or scooters. Basically, all of these comments are focused on e bikes and like, what is going on here? Why did you do this? In fact, what is Tucson known for? What do they claim to be?
1: It's the bicycle capital of the world. I mean, really, it's also retirement (laughs) mecca. We've got good weather and it's a great place to get exercise nearly, nearly just about all year round.
0: So they literally call the town. The city, the bicycle capital of the world, they have a 131-mile paved trail that they advertise, and then they've banned e-bikes from going on it. From what I can tell is no logical apparent reason whatsoever. I honestly, I don't see it. I don't know what the reason is.
1: It's just miseducation, I think. They're about to get educated.
0: I think they don't know what an e-bike is.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think they do.
0: You know what? That would be a great thing for somebody to do. They need to have like a town hall meeting about this, Right. And then somebody needs to bring some e-bikes mm-hmm. and they need to ride them to see. Because I have a feeling they have no idea what they're talking about. No,
1: And they also have no idea how much fun it is. They're fun killers, really.
0: Okay, so I thought it would be entertaining if we read some of these comments. Jessica's laughing already because she's seen some of them. I'm going to read comment number two first. It says, is the Pima County which is where Tucson is, seriously going to start arresting all of the mostly older folks that just want to get out and enjoy the loop on their pedal assist e-bikes? I doubt it because it would make the county look like a bunch of, we won't say that word. Anyone who rides the loop knows that those bikes and riders aren't the problem and literally labeling them as criminals isn't going to help the county build support for future loop maintenance and expansion projects.
1: Yep, that's pretty well said. I'd like to see how they would go about arresting people on 131 miles of paved trail. Are they gonna follow us?
0: They're gonna try and catch them on their regular bicycles because they can't ride e-bikes. Well
1: nobody saw me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going really fast. There's more.
0: Oh, there's a lot more. hmm You wanna take the next one? Pick one, anyone.
1: This is total b******s. I've been a huge supporter of the loop and bicycling in general, but your decision to limit e-bikes that help hundreds of people on the loop get around who could not otherwise is a bad decision. It's also discriminatory, and I truly hope the city is sued for this. Many of my friends rely on the e-assist to still enjoy bike ride. The road bikers racing on the loop at high speeds are a much bigger problem than an e-bike. As a disabled vet, I am ticketed for riding my e-bike, and I'll spend all my last savings to sue everyone involved in this very bad decision. I chose Tucson as my retirement city specifically because of the friendly bike culture. You should be ashamed.
0: All caps with like five exclamation points.
1: You should be ashamed. (laughs) He really has a good point. Really, he is moving to a retirement mecca. Tucson, Mm -hmm. Arizona is pretty amazing. I agree. It's pretty discriminatory against people that need it to be able to get around.
0: And they say... I'm going to scroll down and find the comment. They say that if you have a disability, you can still use an e-bike. But there's a lot of comments about that. And and I said it before, I'll say it again. I don't know all the disability laws and regulations in detail. But based on people's comments, I'm going to say they don't think what's being done here is legal. Mm -hmm. Whether it's legal or not, I don't know. It doesn't sound like it is. Whether or not it's right, I can answer that. I can give my opinion. And no, I don't think it's, it's right.
1: And really, riding on the loop is so much fun. It uh, gets you outdoors. It gets you away from all the traffic. It's just so peaceful. And I feel like if they're going to make up their own rules, then something really needs to be done. It's not fair.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So here's the comment. Who's going to be the bad guy? Is that going to be me or you?
1: I'll be the bad guy.
0: You'll be the bad guy? Okay, I'm going to be the the guy who wrote a letter to the County Board of Supervisors. These are not our opinions when we're reading comments. It's just, you know, whatever the commenter says. I might agree with some of them, but (laughs) I'm just saying. So he says, I just wrote to the Pima County Board of Supervisors to complain about this e-bike policy and ask that it be changed to be in line with the Tucson e-bike policy. I'm going to pause for a moment there. I do find it really interesting that they let people ride e-bikes around the city of Tucson, but on the bike path that they built and spent I don't know how many millions of dollars on, they don't allow e-bikes. That seems really contradictory. So that's a very good point. So he just wants it to basically match with the policy for the rest of the city. And he says, my wife rides an e-bike because of a health issue. Where we live, e-bikes are allowed on all our park trails. The most dangerous users of those trails are fast road cyclists, not e-bike users. I urge everyone who opposes this policy to write to the board of supervisors and ask them to change the policy. Somebody asks if they responded, and they did. He says, I was told they checked with trail management who said my wife could get a permit to use an e-bike. I replied and said the policy should be changed. Will police stop her and ask about her health condition? It's inevitable that e-bikes will be used on the loop. So loop managers need to rethink their policy. A uh, second person says, I just sent an email. I suggest people demand a rules change. And this second person says, I got this response from one of the districts.
1: Good afternoon. We appreciate hearing from you and we'll share your concerns accordingly. Have you also shared feedback to the loop website? You can find their frequently asked questions at this link. And please share your feedback at this other link. Thank you so much for reaching out. And then they signed it. And really, they're just placating him. They're giving him a link to submit something that's probably never going to get read because they don't think it's a problem. But it is.
0: Okay, so here's another comment where uh, the Loop Facebook page. So I assume someone from the county government replied to a person. Who basically said, Great, you know, all that money is spent on the loop, and then you tell a good percentage of riders they can't use it because they ride e bikes. He says, I have a disability and ride e bikes to get me off the couch. I'd visit Tucson from Phoenix, ride the trail, go to a brewery, and eat dinner. Guess not anymore. And the reply from the loop
1: loop users are permitted to utilize select electric motorized devices if they can prove a demonstrable medical need. I have things to say about that. (laughs) An example would be a user who is temporarily rehabilitating from knee surgery or who's otherwise got chronic pain due to a documented medical condition. We recommend that any loop user carry sufficient documentation of their medical condition, which necessitates use of a motility device. Seriously? That way they're coming up with their own definition of what a disability is, and those examples don't even include... Everything and there's so much that can't actually be seen. So you could say, okay, I have knee surgery, but I've been recovering for the last, I don't know, 10 years because it affected my knee. So I have to ride an e bike. And they are saying it has to be temporarily. So maybe if I wore a knee brace, I could ride an <laughs> e bike. You'd get away with it. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. And they're saying that you should carry documentation implying that someone could stop you and Basically, cite you for a misdemeanor for riding an e bike on their trail if you can't prove that you're disabled.
1: That's illegal.
0: (laughs) This is where I don't know the laws. I haven't looked into it to that detail. Jessica says it's illegal. I'll take her word for it. And the fact that so many comments are like this as well. They're basically trying to say we get to decide whether or not you get to ride an e bike on our trail or not. If we think you have a disability, that passes our qualifications, you can use an e-bike. Otherwise, you can't. You're
1: I'd like allowed. to meet those people.
0: <laughs> Let's not do that.
1: <laughs> no, really. It's just absolutely unfair. It's, it's unjust. It doesn't make sense. And to think that they believe they are above the federal government to define what a disability is, is beyond me. It just doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. So what it comes down to really is there's an awesome trail system In the city of Tucson, Mm -hmm. people are using it. And let's face it, they're using it with e-bikes right now. And my opinion is, based on all the research that I've done on the trail, I bet 99% of those people have no idea that e-bikes are not allowed. Because the only signs that I saw in photos or videos said no motorized vehicles, which does not fit an e-bike, because they are not by federal definition a motorized vehicle. And I bet they don't even know. So the the only thing that I see is they're posting on their Facebook page and their official government page. If you dig into the frequently asked questions, it took me a couple minutes to find it. There is a thing that says, no, based on this law, we can restrict e-bikes if we choose to. And we have. (laughs) For what reason? I don't know. They say it's for the safety of everyone, but...
1: But if they saw how fast those road bikers were speeding past me or coming towards me on the wrong side, yeah, that's pretty dangerous. And they called me names. (laughs) One of them called me a MOV, which I think is like a motorized operating vehicle.
0: Must be. I don't know. Yeah,
1: It's like road rage on the loop. It's ridiculous.
0: (laughs) We don't need that. I think they should just change the rule and just say, oh, yeah, we were wrong. E-bikes actually should be allowed it doesn't make any sense to ban them from the best cycling infrastructure we have in our city.
1: Mm -hmm. Another comment was saying that responsible loop users are letting us know about e-bikes. So that's instantly saying that e-bikers are not responsible people. I beg to differ. We're probably more responsible than anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not fair to add labels and to come up with your own definition We should be able to ride wherever we want to.
0: Obviously, there are some places bicycles are not allowed. True. This is the first instance I have seen where someone has taken the law and used it to exclusively ban e-bikes where bikes are otherwise allowed. And what I don't want to see is this used as a precedent in other cities, in other counties, in other towns. So I would like to see if we can't put a little influence behind this. And put a little pressure on Pima County uh, about the Loop Trail. So, what we're going to do now, I often say that I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Realistically, that means I'm going to say that, and then Jessica's going to put a link (laughs) in the show notes. So, Jessica, why don't you tell people that you're going to put a link?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'll put a link in there. You'll see it all over social media. We need to fight for a right to e bike. (laughs) I think it's important.
0: And basically, just send them whatever you actually think. We're not telling you what to say. You know what our opinion is on this particular matter. I would encourage you to write to them. They have a simple feedback form on their website where you can write a quick little few sentences or paragraph. We think that people should be writing in and saying, hey, I don't understand why you're not allowing e-bikes on the trails. This doesn't make any sense. We request that you change the ruling to allow e-bikes. Here's why." And maybe if enough people do that, we can get things to change. Mm -hmm. So that's my hope.
1: What if we also create a post on social media that we encourage people to share? Then we're getting a bigger network. And those friends are sharing that with their friends.
0: We are definitely going to be sharing this on social media platforms. So Mm -hmm. And share with your friends. If you are listening to this podcast and you're just hearing about this, Uh, send it to your other e-bike friends. Whether or not you live in the Tucson, Arizona area, you might be traveling across the country one day and stopping at some of the best e-bike destinations along the way. And this sounds like an excellent one, but do you want to risk getting a misdemeanor fine for riding your e-bike? Probably not.
1: I do. I'm going to do it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Based on the comments, Jessica will not be alone. No, she's probably going to be staging like an e-bike uh, ride demonstration yeah, through it'll the be loop, like, like, like a
1: flash mob. A hundred
0: riders on e-bikes. Just you got to do the full hundred and thirty-one miles.
1: Okay, <laughs> deal.
0: <laughs> That's my challenge.
1: There's a strong biking community in Tucson, um, downtown, and otherwise, Oro Valley, Vale, all over.
0: They can't take us all
1: by the university. We have a lot of people that I'm sure would. Uh, support this.
0: And if they think they're going to try and stop you by like throwing out spike strips or something, we just tested how to prevent flats. We know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. Be prepared. Put some flat out in, maybe some armor in the tires, not like on your person.
1: I'm really not scared. I think uh, it's important to stand up for what is right. And I think that it's not right that they are creating their own definition of what a disability is and telling us that we can't do it because they have their own definition of an e-bike or they're assuming that they're dangerous or they're assuming that we are irresponsible and the other people are responsible loop users, (laughs) let's write in. (laughs) Write write as many love letters as you want to to the link that we're going to post in the show notes.
0: Yes. Flood it, please. I think that would be awesome. And I'm hoping that by doing this, this is just the start. Maybe we can light a little fire here figuratively speaking, and see if we can make uh, something happen. That's why Jessica's here on the podcast today. We just want to inform you of what's going on. I'm always talking about what's going on with laws and regulations and tax credits and all the different things that are coming up and trying to keep you guys informed. And I think this is setting a bad precedence for e-bikes, and we need to stop it right now.
1: Turn the negative into a positive.
0: Exactly. Let's get 131 miles of e-bike friendly trails out there. If you know of anywhere else that's doing something like this, let us know. We'll look into that. We'll cover it. We want to make sure that the laws are being followed properly and that e-bikes are being treated fairly. Well, thanks again for listening to the Bolton e-bikes podcast today. Thanks, Jessica, for being on the podcast episode for the first time.
1: Thank you. It was amazing.
0: If you are not on our email list for the podcast, make sure to go to ebikepodcast.com. Very simple, easy to remember, ebikepodcast.com. The only thing we're going to send you are emails when new podcast episodes come out or maybe some occasional little tidbits about other Bolton eBike news. And of course, if you want video content, you can always go check out Bolton eBikes on YouTube. And of course, BoltonEbikes.com if you want to buy a bike. We've got a lot of bikes coming in right now. Availability is getting better. (laughs) Although lead times are still long for us on a lot of things. We do have a lot of bikes coming in very soon. Some of the lead times are reasonably short. So make sure to check out BoltonEbikes.com if you are looking for another bike or perhaps your first bike in the very near future. Thanks again for listening. We will catch you on another Tuesday.